Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. And this week it was my turn and I chose Wildscapes. Wildscapes! From Playrix. You know, Rix likes to play a lot. <laughs> yeah, that name, it just, I don't know, like something about it just doesn't... Playrix. I have to say it out loud in my head every time I see it. Playrix. Maybe that's a good name then. Playrix? Play... Yeah. They are a Russian developer, and they have also put out a bunch of Star.scapes games. Right. Gardenscapes? Homescapes? Roomscapes. Was Roomscapes one of them? <laughs> it could be. Stay tuned for the next episode <laughs> of Seven Days to Play. Yeah. International Legal Conglomeratescapes. Oh, that would be fun. You are a representative of your nation fixing the world. Where do you arrange your CO2 emissions? I was thinking more, you know, let's build out this law firm from scratch <laughs> by playing a match three game every <laughs> every other uh, transaction and, you know, these new space in downtown areas for your, high cost. Your company needs a new paralegal in order for it to level up. Yes. How many paralegals do you hire? Hey, it's about exactly. time that paralegal showed up as soon as you get a new paralegal. <laughs> right. How much do you want to spend on lobbying in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> So if you've not played Star.Playscapes, uh, I am going on the assumption they all take the same format. I'm not quite sure. I think they're all the same. I think Wildscapes is maybe the first match three. I don't know. I haven't tried the others. I haven't tried Homescapes, Gardenscapes, or Runescapes. <laughs> or uh, International Legal Conglomeratescapes. But I've certainly seen a lot of their ads, especially for Gardenscapes and Homescapes and other games. Ah, uh, the old advertised games within a games thing. Right. And yeah. most of the games have been like, here, you need to cut this, <laughs> you need to trim this bush in order <laughs> to important. proceed with the game. <laughs> Gardenscapes, a matching puzzle garden game. Okay. Homescapes, your home is your puzzle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which so, is probably true. Okay, it's a match three game. <laughs> yeah. So really, these are themed match three games. Well, what's the theme? The theme is... Play a match three game, collect rewards, spend those rewards on leveling up said theme. Right. And I think this is probably like the reason why they're making a third version of this game, because it has proven to be pretty successful. Yeah. Uh, but they do things just a little bit differently than others outside of like the base match three game, which you're probably very familiar with. Um, I don't know if we have to get into like all of this, but. It's your basic match three game. Whenever you play the game, it's your match three game. You have power ups, you have bonuses, you have some challenges that you need to, you know, finish out. Like you need to get rid of certain blocks that take two or three hits before the blocks are removed. And you have a set number of moves to do that in. If you don't, you don't a get a fat to man that will level. scold you <laughs> right? with Buddha beads on his arm and a drink. A very jolly fellow. He's friendly. Yeah. Uh, but to go back a step, I was a little disappointed that this is a match three game. I was kind of hoping this would be, you know, your transport tycoon or your theme park, but for zoos. Right. Which it is not. There is a little bit to that aspect there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very minimal, though. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> yes. It's definitely just there to sort of guide you along. And I think this is where the game really shined for me. Mm, um, praise indeed. Okay. Normally, you get like a map view and all the levels sort of laid out, yeah. right? Uh, so this game kind of takes away all of that, and really your level of, the way that you notice that you're progressing 
is every time you do a level, it allows you to unlock certain aspects of this zoo that you're maintaining. So after you finish a level, you know, a new uh, little bushel of lavender is going to be available for you to place. It's very important for all zoos. On this zoo. Yeah. Right. And it attracts so, bees. So you can start an apiary. Yeah. And I, th- I thought this was really Wait, interesting. Do you have apes in an apiary? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Unless they're flying. Oh, no, that would be a game. <laughs> uh, and so that's that's the way that you really track the progress of this game. Is like after you've played it for multiple levels, you know, you will be left with a fully functioning zoo that has different sections, different animals that you've all unlocked along the way. And and I think the really kind of cool part is that my zoo can look a little bit different from your zoo in terms of like where things were placed, because that's all up to the player. Because you can place them. They kind of give you yeah. default places if you don't want to mess around too much. Right. But yeah, I think if this was billed as a match three game with a zoo themed, mm. I would be down with it. But I think because, at least from the description, it was like, oh, build a zoo. Hey, you're a genius zoo owner. Right. Branching out. You're a zoo entrepreneur. Zoo entrepreneur. And... It's actually really, the actual game is just a match three. I was a little disappointed, mm. I think. I thought you you completely knew that this was a match three game because match three games are like your favorite types of games. Well, I mean, even I can get a little burnt out on endless match three games because they are all the same. They are all the same. Um, but I kind of looked into the details of this game and I found it to be pretty pleasant. It's done well. Yeah, it I is mean, done well. I would say it's up there with your toy blast, your toon blast. It did give me a lot of the Toon Blast vibes in terms of like the polish and the quality of it, right? I think even some of the icons they reused right. all looked very similar. Was Toon Blast from Playrix? No. No, right? But yeah, there is that rounded corner buttons. You know, Toon Blast is from Peak. Jelly-like icons. Because I still have that on my phone. I still play it off from time to time. I can say Todger Goblin is number 41 in his star <laughs> tournament. Anyway, yes. Um... Should we see what kind of animals have you unlocked so far in yes. your journey to become a... Zootrepreneur. Zootrepreneur. You wear a zoot suit. Um, so I have unlocked... Well, the pandas are the first thing that you unlock. That's sort of like a given for you. That's true. Yep. Even I could not fail to unlock the panda. Um, I've also unlocked the elephants. Mm. And the tigers. Let me see... I have got... What is this? Uh, I have not got the tigers. I've not got to level four. So well done, Sam. Yeah, I'm on level five. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew that Zoolander would be your undoing? Uh, Zooscapes. I always have a soft spot for Zoolander. Wildscapes. (laughs) When you look at like the overview of the map, it's actually quite pleasant. So rather than seeing in like your normal games, you just see like a, a line with like circles and the numbers of the levels... And each yeah. one that you sort of checked off. You don't even get that in Toon Blast. Toy Blast. Yeah. Yeah, you don't yeah. get that. But it still gives you like an overview map of like the progress, essentially. And it's nice to see. It's like everything's moving. Everything is like super well animated. Like I have a hard time distinguishing whether or not the characters are done in 3D or if it, they're like, you know, just like really well animated uh, flat cartoons. But even like the things that you place onto the map. So like sometimes you can unlock like a a children's playground, right? Mm. And you would think, oh yeah, that's just like one flat image. But then you can actually rotate it and before you place it. 
And so I have a feeling like everything's done in 3D or some or just a lot of work went into this game because everything is super polished and fits in. Like even if you look at the seams of where the things that you place versus like the ground and like the pathway, there are absolutely no like rough edges or seams Mm. uh, that's noticeable. And those are the sort of details that I kind of dig. Well done, Playrix. Yeah, good job, Playrix. Um, what level did you get to? Uh, the level is located on the lower right-hand side. I'm so glad you... The jelly-like triangle. Ah, I am level 16. I am level 51. <laughs> <laughs> we got him, guys. We got him. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, something about this game was just absolutely charming. Um, I think they took a lot of really good steps in making sure you're not rushed right? There's no timer. That's very true. Yep. Um, there's very little sense of consequences and much like owning a real zoo. I did not get the, the star mo the, Oh, so that's wow. Wow. Okay. Right. Like when you finish a level, you have an opportunity to get three stars. Right. Um, but I think this game and like one of the other games that we played before, like once you're done with that level, like you can't get back to it. You can't Mm. go to like a previous level. Yeah. And so you can't, you don't remember how many stars you got, right? And the way that... they're just taunting you. Exactly. Yeah. And so I felt like that was addressed in a really good way. I'm pretty sure it was, uh, it was a moment where people were feeling stressed about not getting three stars, repeating the level, not being able to get three stars, and then ultimately not coming back to the game because they were very disheartened by it. Yeah. Which for me is a very real thing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you get disheartened easily. I do. If you don't get enough hearts. <laughs> so yeah, I overall I really <laughs> I really enjoyed this game, Ed. <laughs> Excellent. Felt dirty for it. I don't know why. No, it's great. With that, should we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Our first one of uh, this course, is such a change of just the script has flipped because I wasn't that keen on this game. It's so interesting. I think yeah. you're burnt out on match threes. I've avoided <sighs> match threes for a really long time. Yeah. Like even my experience with Toon Blast. Um, there isn't a lot of cohesion between the different stages within Toon Blast that allowed me to really appreciate it, I think. Whereas this, like... I mean, there's... Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like that you're talking about the grandiose concepts of, you know, fully appreciating the Match 3 games where, you know, they're designed for, like, micro-gaming moments, really, where you just, oh, I have five minutes just to idly flip some gems around and match colors. Yeah. But, but I think in this case, they got you with this zoo-themed totally. uh, wonder world they've created. I know. And I relished the moments of me placing the cafe right next to my... Here, I will show right you. Right next to the elephants. Right next to... <laughs> that seems dangerous. The tulip bed. Mm, nice. My stone Zen garden sits nicely across the, the tiger's pit, right? Oh, yeah. I see. Where the tigers are frolicking with their baby tiger. Yeah. I mean, I would say if only uh panda procreation was as easy as it is in this game mm. we would Just have a lot dragging. more pandas in the world yeah actually i think i think i read that pandas are no longer in the endangered oh. congratulations uh, yeah then pandas be horny <laughs> well there was that whole thing about the pandas are naturally not really horny so they gave them like panda porno <laughs> <laughs> panda blue chew <laughs> So yeah, this game got me. Everything's polished. So my obviously first point, yeah. everything's perfectly polished. 
I could not find any flaws. All the icons and the way that you dismiss stuff is just so well done. Wow. Even the way, like when you, wow, I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> when you click to, you know, there is like a currency in-game currency where you like, if you run out, you have to, you can refill it by spending actual dollars, dollar ruse. Oh, yeah, the energy meter, like you get so many lives. Before, right. Yeah. Even the way that menu pops up is like so delightful. Here, I'll show you. Okay. See that? <laughs> it's like staggered fade-ins, but in a speed that's done so well. And then when you dismiss... You that little gloss. Oh, yeah. You can actually dismiss it by not pressing the button and just pressing on the background. Right? <laughs> little stuff like that. I think it all counts. <laughs> it does. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the way that that's presented, little animation there, and it's quick, snappy, right? All are running at like 60, 60 frames per second. Mm, buttery smooth. Buttery smooth. Look, you can even reach like, yeah, there's just so much information just presented in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I am still speechless. Well, my good point was, you know, pandas are cute. <laughs> <laughs> all the animals are pretty cute in this game. This is true. They're all in the same style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and they help you out later in the game too. Hmm. Mm. With little paws, they can match three for you. Right. So there are like little spirit animals that join you whenever you're doing the match three thing. And it'll either be like a blue elephant, an orange tiger, or I forget what the first one was. A red fox or something? Yeah. But that a red makes fox. sense. Yeah. There's red and orange. Okay. So a red fox will, every time you get like. But there's, we don't have foxes in the zoo. Mm. Mm-hmm. They have foxes in the zoo. Not in this zoo. Maybe zoo you unlock fo- it later. Okay. But yeah, like the Tell point, you know, there was like really helpful things that allowed you to continue on with the game or like made things easier. Um, with the red fox, if you matched 10 red elements within the puzzle game, it would, the red fox would throw you like uh, a, a dreidel. A, yeah. Which magic dreidel, which allows you to get rid of some blocks that are, that are obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. So that was something, something new right. in the match three world that I'd not come across. Oh, which I will say is a good point, is the magic targeting dreidel you mm. get, that, uh, or Inception spinning top, <laughs> right. depending on your preference. It's a dream within a dream. Oh, but it wobbles right at the very end, just as it cuts the credit, Sam. <laughs> so you know it's a real magic dreidel. If you match the dreidel, then it flies up in the air and targets a... Well, what's this? What, I couldn't quite figure out the logic. Like, if you have one of these pesky like a flower hedgerow which you right. need to get rid of it'll target that it's kind of like a, just like a smart targeted it is item so like i said like the each level will have some objectives for you to get rid of and the way that you get rid of it is either you match something near it or you match something with it right so mm. it would be like a blue block on ice right that you need to match with other blue blocks for you to first get rid of the ice and then for you to match it out right yeah uh, and the objective will be like, remove all the ice from this map, right? From this level. And so the dreidel will appropriately select one of the ice uh, on the map, which is helpful. Yeah. And then, of course, you can mix that with the row blasting power up and that. Yeah. Right. So it's quite fun. Sometimes, sometimes when you get a good combo going. Mm, delicious. That's quite juicy. Everything is juicy. Yeah. Everything pops in like such a satisfying way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that would be my next good point as well is that. Sure, it's a match three game, but they added a lot of stuff to it that doesn't get in the way of the match three aspect, but also adds a lot of fun to it. Like, 
you no longer have to necessarily match just three in a row. You can actually match four in a cube, like two by two, right? That gives you a different set of power-ups. Um, and then once you get like a power-up formed, you can then combine it with another power-up that does something special, right? Um, and yeah, it was just like fun to discover what those things are and planning out your move so that you can actually get those things. And when you got it, oh boy, was it delicious. I actually have one more good point. Hit me. The, the monetization. Mm. Yeah, no ads. Uh, and really the only way that this game monetizes is by you buying either power-ups or the gems. It's really you buying the gems and then you use the gems to buy power-ups and stuff like that. Um, and these boosts are, you know, um, you can use it during the match, right? And, and it helps you out. Yeah. Did you spend any money on this game? I ended up spending up money because after I reached level 50, I was like, okay, yeah, this deserves. <laughs> I'm some. in. Yeah. I got well done, no play, ads. Rex. You got exactly. me 50 levels. I got no ads. The loading is fast. I'm able to play it without an internet connection, right? There wasn't any like silly leaderboard stuff. Even the notice of like playing on Facebook to connect with uh, other like, zoologists. Right. Like even that benefit was pretty good. Like the benefit of connecting to Facebook is that you can now play on multiple devices. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, that's pretty <laughs> handy. Like if I want to play it on my iPad, like I can. And I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't though. Okay. Because I don't want to connect anything to Facebook anymore. <laughs> that's also smart. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there was no, it was not like disgustingly sticky in any way. Yeah. It doesn't, didn't leave you feeling gross. Right. Which some of these free to play games do. So well done on that. On to the bad points. I think I was a little disappointed that it was just a match three game mm. masquerading as a, as a zoo, zoo sim. I think I was kind of hoping well, get a little bit more, little, a little more transport tycoon, but for zoos. Right. But, you know, I realize the world we live in. Maybe I shall seek out a zoo sim for a future seven days to play pick. Right. They have to, they have to pick which side they want to go on. I feel I could dig, I feel like they can easily make a zoo tycoon type game after building this, but a match three game is probably a lot easier to get into, yeah. especially in terms of like tutorials and how to play. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah. Uh, and after listening last week to the, um, to that episode podcast episode with Ben Esposito, where they mm. sort of look into the mechanics and the reality of uh, making mobile games and the financial, well, yeah, the financial reality, like doing new difficult games is right. expensive and risky and risky. Yeah. yeah. Where the three, match three, you're going to capture some people in that delicious net. Solid. And uh, I'm pretty sure people who are, you know, spent money on homescapes and gardenscapes, I'm pretty sure they're ready for a change, right? Like I'm tired of the house that I've built in homescapes. I want a new challenge. How about a zoo? Excellent. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I have a feeling the next thing is going to be cityscapes mm. where you build your city and it out. Yeah. Um, I'm still holding out for international legal conglomerate. <laughs> Called Richardson Parker and Smithsonian and sons. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think it's going to be a while before they get there. <laughs> yes. But they have several other options to exhaust first. <laughs> let's keep our fingers crossed. Cause I'd like to see it as well. Can I predict your bad point? Yes. Landscape. Yes. <laughs> Why does this game have to be in landscape? I mean, there literally are levels where it scrolls down 
on the view. Oh yeah. Yeah. I actually tried playing it landscape. Just sorry. I actually tried playing it portrait, mm. just holding in one hand, which sort of works. It kind of breaks your brain a little bit because yeah. then the blocks fall down in the wrong direction. But oh, that's true. I mean, it works, but yeah, my, my suspicion is that the elements would be too small if it was given in a portrait mode. Yeah. Um, Cause it sort of, some of these, some of these levels go pretty wide and you got to see what's on the side. Um, unfortunate rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was one of my bad points. Like I feel it is a hassle to turn your phone <laughs> into landscape mode when you're in like the subway, just cause it requires like two hands, especially on our big boy phones. I was disappointed by that. Should we talk about Zach? Wait, who's Zach? <laughs> our, our helpful friend who likes to pop up all the time. <laughs> really? You find a problem with Zach? That's kind of annoying. <laughs> he's he's totally out of the way. Doesn't really bother you for stuff. I mean... Something about him bothers me. I don't know why. Maybe just his face. Maybe he doesn't like his face. Well, that's just mean. <laughs> I don't like Zach's face. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed Zach. He was like really well animated. You know what's interesting? Like he holds a bottle of water. I thought he was just drinking soda the whole time. Well, it's a bottle of, it might be seltzer, but it's in like a, you know, it's clear, right? But when he's moving his arm around, you actually see the water splashing within the bottle. He's looking so sad when you quit out (laughs) of a level. He's a very emotional guy. He just wants his zoo to succeed. He's a, so wait, so Zach is the zoo keeper. I was never quite under- I was never quite sure of my relationship to Zach. That wasn't clear. Yeah, I think he's just a maybe he's an on the ground manager, right? Right. Right. You're the new owner building a zoo for the first time, right? Thinking, I know this is what a great business opportunity this is to start a zoo, and he's the the wizened, uh, haggard man on the ground. Man on the ground. He's seen zoos come and go before, right? He's he like, knows. What's he's seen this pandas. guy gonna do? Yeah. Let's see how this guy turns out. He's seen panda sex before. <laughs> Willingly or unwillingly? <laughs> uh, my, my bad point would be some of these levels were really not possible without the boosts. Well, I mean, once you get to level 50. Yeah. Or the uh, power-ups. Right. Yeah. Um, and the game does a pretty good job of supplying you with power-ups every once in a while, but some of these levels are just absolutely crazy. Um. Yeah. But getting through it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Final seven day rating, Sam. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Why does that make me feel bad? Actually, it doesn't. This was a great, great. game. I Owned enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. It was pretty good. I don't think there's much there for me to carry on playing, though. Right. Uh, I mean, I've got Toon Blast, Toy Blast, one of the T Blasts mm. on my phone, <laughs> which kind of solves that quick play mindlessness sure. for me. Um, although you did get the tigers. I kind of want the tigers. The tigers are super cute. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them. They're frolicking. <laughs> Look at that baby tiger. So cute. Okay. Enough of this though. So Sam, it now falls to you to pick us our next game. Oh, uh, you're going to hate me, Edwin. Come on, let's do it. You're going to hate me. Um, Sam, I can never hate you. Edwin, you have seven days to play. Dream Daddy. Oh boy. A dad dating simulator. Amazing. Is this new? This is new on iPhone. Right. Because I've heard of it because it was on Steam maybe a year or two ago. Right. In fact, it was one of one of the challenges for Dubai Friday back in maybe 2017 or so. Oh, yeah. Interesting. 
So let me read you the description. Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, is a game where you play as a dad, and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads. Hot dads. You and your daughter have just moved into the sleepy seaside town of Maple Bay, only to discover that everyone in your neighborhood is a single hot dad. dad. <laughs> what are the chances? Maple Bay. <laughs> Send me over. <laughs> Will you go out with teacher dad? Goth dad? Bad dad? Or any of the other cool dads in this game? With minigames, side quests, and a variety of paths and endings... Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, is this year's most anticipated dad-based game. <laughs> I mean, and there's quite the competition for that title. <laughs> so this is a hefty game. It's 3.6 gigs, so I need to like... <laughs> I've just got that message too. Right. I was like, wait, how... Surely I have I think I think storage. it has everything. All the dialogues are probably have audio, which is a huge... I'm, I mean, huge space chunk yeah a challenge then is for us to have screenshots of our dad that you build nice because you can build build yourself well who wouldn't want that before we go sam do you have a thing of the week did i say i finished mindhunter congrats how do you feel um hollow (laughs) empty i feel like my friends are missing for some reason (laughs) um not really a cliffhanger ending because it's not that kind of show it's not that kind of show i don't know why it's so good like the yes. dialogue is not particularly exciting or riveting um but it's just like a, a nice so well done it's just yes. so well done yeah yeah uh, i can't wait for the next season i hope it's just as good because the season two is really good too yeah i'm uh, we're, we haven't finished yet we're still two episodes from the end mm. i will say i'm not entirely convinced with the bill tench son storyline mm. i thought that was perhaps a little on the nose but I, i'm curious to see how it resolves it does seem to be like super serious um, and very parallel to like what's happening yeah and like, in yes life. right right like how he sees a cross dun, dun, dun. oh it's a cross that's a bit oh uh and also when you think about what's the likelihood of that happening to be the son of a murder policeman i right. don't know you're just like wow that's yeah yeah it's just i think on any other show, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's so fascinating. Yeah. But on this show, who's I kind of hold to quite a high standard, I just thought, oh, it's little. too much of a coincidence. And I feel like, yeah, it kind of distracted like the main story along. Like, I think they could have easily replaced that tension with another facet of their life to get in the way, right? If they need, yeah, like, like, not everything has to be murder. Exactly. Yeah. But still, but that's I a think very it's minor a, point for yeah. me. I think also what I forget is how funny that show is as well. Right. Like, it is so funny. It <laughs> like is a the, funny show, yeah. yeah. Which is not what you'd first think about it, but I mean, there are genuine moments where I laugh right. out loud once or twice <laughs> in an episode, which, considering the subject, is quite impressive. Another thing of the week. So, they're the people of Mega64, which do, like, short skits on YouTube. Oh, okay. Very gaming-related. Oh, wow, I've not heard of these people. Okay. Um, they do, like, lots of really good hot takes on things. Uh, and sort of acted out in like skit form with really low cost uh, costumes. But they have a a series of shows that's called Flame War Theater, where okay. they get existing flame wars on the internet and they <laughs> act them out in dramatic fashion. Okay. Uh, and the latest one that I've seen is there's this bodybuilding forum where this guy talks about working out every other day. 
Um, and it's this huge discussion of how many days that actually is. And it just gets blown way out of proportion and everyone's an idiot. <laughs> but they act it out. And the fact, and they show like the actual form comments as they're acting it out. Oh, that's and it's good. Absolutely hilarious. So nice. That is my thing for the <laughs> week. Uh, I've had quite a boring week. So I am going to plead the fifth. No. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. That's not the right thing. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going to call an audible on things of the week this week an audible original an audible original edwin you have seven days to play if you have enough space on your phone dream daddy a dad dating simulator what's confusing to me is my phone reports that i have 20 odd gigabytes free jiggly bytes yet when i try and download it says not enough space mm. for a supposedly three gigabyte game. anyway i will use my technical skills to figure it out yeah I need to get off the 64 gig iPhone next on the next update. I will. Oh, coming next week, September 10th. Oh, there is a new phone coming out next week, right? Yeah. Well, they're announcing it at least. Okay. I have to probably only $2,000 probably. And that's our show. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at seven days to play. If you would like to tweet us, you can also do that at seven days to play. Play (laughs) Ricks. Seven days to play.